Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back to Loose Lips, the podcast with me, Sophie Brown and... and oh, oh, whoa. You did my and for me. I like that. Do we not... Do we give the other person the and? Yeah, go for oh, it then. You do it okay. again. Go again. I'll do it again. No, no, you, oh. do, you give me the and. And? No, I said... <laughs> I'm Robin Richford <laughs> and I'm no, I'm, I'm Robin Richford <laughs> and Sophie Brown. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. As you can see, we're really good at this. <laughs> Welcome back. It's so lovely to have you. I have kind of lost my voice. Do you, uh, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit, uh, a bit hazy. Yeah, maybe it's like sexy though. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It's Yeah, it's good. I basically was out yesterday. And um, yeah, it's been a bit of a heavy one on the old voicey voice. <laughs> I was been say- screaming the lyrics to songs. Yeah, Jonas Brothers, it just had me, you know, oh. Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing and then I thought, absolutely no, not. No, we don't, please no more. <laughs> okay, so before we started recording, I decided that we looked like a cute little family in a picture that we just took. <laughs> and I started singing Family Portrait by Pink. Oh, Classic. It is, no guys it's a classic not the way okay right i'm gonna listen to it later because the way that i heard it, it sounded like a kid's bop song <laughs> she did not recognize the song and just said to me is that a kid's song i was like no no it's a kid's song it's fucking pink all right then <laughs> how you doing so i'm good i'm good actually yeah what, what am i been up? <laughs> what am i been up to um it's been really hot recently really hot I've been uh, enjoying the sun. Are you, are you honestly going to do weather chat? No. I can't do... Well, I have two different options. The weather or the fact I've travelled down on the train again. No. Um, <laughs> no, it's been good. I went to a festival recently. First one of the year. It was good fun. Oh, Park Life, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Loved it. Saw Fred again. Headline. It was unreal. Unreal. It was, re- it was really good. I only did one day this year. I usually do both days. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do one day. And I feel so much better for it. So do you know what that better. is? What? Sign of age. That's what happens you know, in your I'm, late 20s. I must say, I absolutely love park life. And because I live in Manchester, it's easy to go there. You don't camp. You you know, you go there on the tram, Uber, whatever. It's fine. Um, but there's so many young people there now. Well, oh there God, always was, but it is. But there's a lot of young people that go. And I'm like, oh, God. They're killing it for you, hon. Just a bit. Killing my vibe. Did you go like VIP? Yeah, but it's the VIP there is... Um, you have a different queue, but then when you're in there, VIP, there's not like a VIP section at each stage. There's a VIP section just, 
you know, by itself. Got you. So if you want to kind of like go to different stages and things like that, like we didn't even have the time to go and check it out really. No. But it is really good. I've been in different, you know, previous years. They've got kind of better food and toilets and like they it's do the have toilets to Toilets for me. Separate artists and things like that. You know, they've got cool things going on. But overall, you don't really get a nah. chance. I, I always think with festivals because obviously like with work and stuff like mm. that, um, then, you know, we tend to be in like the VIP or, you know, the kind of like mediator or whatever. Mm. And I always think with festivals, you want to be like in the thick of it. Yes. I, so I actually, I was backstage for one, I think it was Jamie XX last year. He was headlining and we were stood behind the stage and the sound was not good because no. it's, it's being, you know, blasted out to everyone at the front. And it is cool. You can watch, you know, all the people out front. But to be honest, you're right. It, it's better to be, I think, in the thick of it. No, it actually is a hundred percent, especially at festivals. Different, I suppose, like a big concert, like yeah, summertime ball. When we went, we you know had like the the box or whatever because it's through capital. But the um, mm. and it was like a thousand degrees, so <gasps> I was actually quite grateful that I had aircon. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Honestly, but I do think at festivals you yeah. need that kind of like sweat you know? you're there for the you're there for the vibes like, i love a festival just because for the whole day it's almost like you're immersed in a bit of a different world and you've got all different you can literally you know we went to so many different artists and like different genres you know we were mimi web one minute and yeah fred again in the evening like, it was all very you know and i, I love that about it side note love mimi web Mm, she's oh, oh she was great God, she's she, great because i said to my friends let's let's go watch her and they weren't sure if they knew her songs and i was like, i'm sure you will yeah. like she she's pretty big now and it was just good vibes like it was fun just talking a good vibe should we get our guests on soft yes yes i'm so so excited it's definitely our first <laughs> podcast guest who are we i know exciting times it's so exciting and, we, and we've gone for someone that is going to bring I guess the vibes that we want to create here, right? It's an open space, also about kind of like transitioning through different journeys in life and different spaces. And also someone that I guess brings that that good vibe energy. Mm, yeah, so you might know him. Well, if you watched one of the original episode series of The Circle, he's from there. I, it's the only series I've watched actually, and I loved him on there. And since then he's um, been doing loads on TikTok. He's still got a big presence on social media. Like he's still building what he's doing. He's doing incredibly. Yeah, he is. And also as well, like I've met him a couple of times now. And as an actual human, mm. he's so lovely. And we're here for good humans here at Atlas Lips, aren't we? We are, yeah. And he's absolutely beautiful in person. <laughs> I know. It's the skin for me. Oh. oh, Should we get him on? Let's. It's Freddie Bentley, everyone. Well, we have our first ever podcast guest, so I know. Girls, thank you for having me on. No, thank you so much. And if you haven't guessed already by his wonderful dulcet tones, <laughs> it's Freddie Bentley. Bye. Hello, How hello. Good, yeah. We're good, and we're so happy that you came to join us today. First guest, it's a it's a big role to fill, isn't it? Do you reckon you can mm. do it? Of course. Of course. <laughs> you can just run the whole podcast if yeah. you want. We'll yeah, listen I'll to take you. Over both your jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Is there is there a job going? Shall we sack so for we sacking me? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just come in and again. I'll let you keep your job. Oh, okay, thanks. thanks. Thanks very much. Because Sophie will be like, all right, okay. <laughs> we'll put it wrong side. That's how that'll go. <laughs> like what's going on no, see you later no. i know well we want to talk a little bit about your journey freddie you've been yeah. on such a big journey and more specifically a sober journey yeah i have yeah so i'm coming up it's nearly my year anniversary of being sober the 2nd of <laughs> july so it's, it's a that. big thing i can't believe that i've even managed to do it as well um it's a bit of a crazy one so obviously i first Started off in the industry five years ago. It's five years this year, which is... Is wow. it really? Yeah, five years. I've, I've managed to s 
like sustain a name for myself for five years, which has been hard graph, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously I come out the circle and I was always a big drinker anyway. And obviously being freelance, you girls know there's a lot of time on your hands. Oh, yes. <laughs> and going to loads of events where it's endless Prosecco on tap. And Oh, it sounds absolutely shit. I know. So boring. <laughs> so so boring. It's like, oh my God, people are just like throwing free <laughs> alcohol. Downing my neck. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> um, I was basically on an IV drip of Prosecco. Well, I love it. Yeah. yeah, so I, I just got really poorly really quickly and I kind of, ignored the signs for it and then I went to the Dominican with my family and I turned yellow while I was out of abroad mm. which was insane I was like why do I look like Homer Simpson I don't understand <laughs> you're like it's not the vibe I was going for but, no yeah. I was kind of ignoring it I was like it's just my tan it's just my tan I'm not yellow <laughs> That yellow. Dominican Republic sun, yeah, known for its yellow yeah, tan. Yeah, highlighter, I was, highlighter. And um, no, I literally flew back from the Dominican, and when I was in the airport, Heathrow Airport, I actually re- I collapsed. I couldn't <gasps> even no. take it. So I was rushed to the hospital, and I was in there for four weeks, and they could they was back and forth testing me for everything it was like crazy being gay i was tested for hiv then hepatitis b gosh obviously they come back from like being negative and obviously that comes with the stigma of being gay anyway so that's what they jumped straight to anyway in the, mm. in the first mm. how did you feel about that scared i was yeah. scared i mean i've got, i've got friends that are living with that with hiv and they're hiv undetectable and they're absolutely fine they live an amazing mm. life but obviously it's still a petrifying fault but obviously it's the first thing they jump to which is fine it comes with the stigma of being gay and it is what it is but I know if I was a straight man that they wouldn't have jumped mm. to that yeah see I don't really like that no, yeah I didn't my dad didn't my dad was fuming yeah obviously. I don't blame mm. him to be honest especially if you're so ill because it's just like yeah to kind of like jump to that conclusion so yeah. quickly yeah and then, and then I thought I had some form of cancer and I was like oh for fuck's sake I might as well write my will now <laughs> that I've got anything to leave but yeah, what, what are you I giving up your legacy <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah my legacy that's it your TikTok your yeah. Yeah. yeah my TikTok business but um yes yeah, so then they diagnosed me with a liver disease called primary cirrhosis cholangitis, which no one would have heard of because it's one in a hundred thousand people that get diagnosed and you only ever diagnosed really 35 and above oh okay and I was 24 at this time and then they was going to give me a liver disease but they was like it's really important that you don't drink again so I just listened to their advice and I've been sober since but now so just to give you a bit of statistics Mm -hmm. some figures a normal functioning liver is meant to be 135 okay which will mean nothing to you but Hmm. Your liver, if you've got normal functioning liver at 135, mine was 850. <gasps> yeah, so they was like, oh my God. you're on the transplant list, we need to get you a transplant. And I was like, great. And um, that is that is actually yeah. shocks me. Yeah. That. Yeah. And they was like that for a good six months. And now I've just had my most recent results and everything's gone back to normal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm relieved. I'm relieved. And, but don't get me wrong, girls. It has been such hard work. And like it has been a choice to stay sober. Obviously, it was taken out of my hands in the beginning. But now to remain sober, that is a choice because, yeah. you know, I could have relapsed or I could have gone back to drinking and everything else that comes with drinking. But I've chose not to. But it has been hard. Don't get me wrong. I have moments. I've just I had two holidays this year and that was my mm. biggest test. I'm like out in the sun. I'm like, oh my God, I oh. love sangria. But then I remember 
I'm a better person without it. Yeah. Because I was never a person that could just have one glass of wine. Yeah. I'm doing the bottle and more. Mm. <laughs> That's the Scottish and me as yeah. well, to be honest. That, that is what I'm like. And, you know, I didn't care about responsibility the next day. And I, I didn't become, I wasn't a nice person with it anyway. So I, I, I'm liking the Freddie 2.0. Oh, I'm here for it, you know. Thanks. It's actually really interesting what you say, though. Like, that I guess you did it for health, right? And then there was, like, other benefits. Was there was there anything that kind of, like, sticks out to you that you look at and you're like, gosh, actually, that's a benefit that I never thought? My work ethic. Like, really? don't get wow. me wrong, I've always been a grafter and I've always, you know, wanted to be in the entertainment industry since I was a young boy, mm. like a baby. But my work ethic, like, I've got a really successful TikTok business now that I would never have been able to do if I was drinking because I'm doing, wow. like, 60 hours a week of just hard graft of building this company. And I, I know that I'd never would have achieved what I'm achieving now without mm. that and definitely and also to inspire and help so many others yes I can be funny and yes I entertain people but really there was no like purpose or oomph behind what I was doing mm. but now I get messages daily like oh my god you're inspirational because we'd never dreamed about being sober and it is hard work etc etc but addiction is heavy in my family heavy in my family and um, I just never wanted to go down that path where mm. it, I couldn't. No, it was at, wasn't in my control. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, to, I totally get. It. It's interesting as well when you say like addiction and your family. Mm. You know, like um, I don't know if you feel like this, Soph, but like I sometimes think with um, like family stuff, it's really easy to look and be like, oh gosh, does it mean that I will end up like mm. that? Just mm. because it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got friends that come from families like that and they're down like a different path and it's kind of difficult because it's it's almost like in their blood in their genes and it must be almost even trickier then you're a reflection of your family aren't you mm. you're brought up with a family you think your family's a normal family yeah you know, younger and nothing against my family because they're the most supportive people and i love them and you know without them i wouldn't be sober because they've gave me so much support and mm. you know they're a lot of my family sober my granddad's sober my mum's sober so you know i've got them to look up to as well you know what it means so. yeah absolutely and uh, yeah and i also think it like can sometimes knock on to even other stuff you know even yeah. like i i sometimes think like mental health stuff kind of runs in my family and it's really hard sometimes you you almost like convince yourself like oh, okay well that's just what's gonna happen it's in my genes but actually you can take control which is so exciting exactly and you you make your own narrative you know if you believe you're going to be like if you're going to be an addict or if you believe that you're not going to be successful then you're manifesting that and that you know mm. that will come out to be the truth but if you change your mindset and shift your mindset and believe that you're going to be successful believe that you're going to stay sober and believe that the angels and the universe have got <laughs> your back and got the that. right intentions for you then you're gonna be fine. Yeah, Soph loves all that mindset, don't yeah. you, Soph? Well, like, I, well, lot like, of manifestation yeah. or, yeah, see, well, I say I don't, but I do do it a lot. Like I write stuff down or yeah. I like, you know, give myself affirmations like you sometimes, yeah. I write six things every day that I'm grateful for. Say do you? <gasps> wow, no, I need to do that. I just do it very randomly. Or before I go to sleep, I'm <laughs> like. I need to show. I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I need to do it more. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, 
and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. How do you find like navigating the industry now? Because like we're all in the same industry, like you yeah. said about events, they're all the time. I mean, you could go out literally almost every day of the week if you wanted to. Yeah. Do you still go to them and not drink or do you find yourself like doing other things because you don't want to be around? Have you sort of removed yourself yeah. or can you still do it? No, I can still do it. Mm. But I think I used to go to events on purpose because of alcohol. Right. So Can't I yeah. used to go to literally the opening of a Chris rap party. <laughs> yeah. That I had a bottle of Prosecco on Yeah. Hand. You know what I mean? So now I go to ones that are going to benefit me or just for the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean? But I'm absolutely fine with being around alcohol. I don't find it a struggle. I don't wow. find it a problem. I go to parties. I'm still out till 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning. <gasps> I went on holiday with my best friend. She was pissed the whole time. Can you swear on here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She was drunk the whole time and it doesn't bother me. Wow. It doesn't bother me. But there was a point that it did bother me. Mm. But I was like, I've just got to ride this out because this is my life now. Yeah. I don't want to drink. I'm I'm beyond that point. I don't want to drink mm. because it leads to other things. You know, then my mental health is in really bad way. And I'm learning so much about myself. Yeah. Well. You know, I am confident, but before, was I as confident as I said I was? I don't know. I think I relied on alcohol a lot for that. But now, it's just me, myself and I. Oh my gosh, that's so (laughs) profound. I love it. Yeah. Do you know what though? That is kind of what I was thinking. Because I think I, you know, you don't have to be, I guess, addicted. I don't even know if you were, to be fair. I think it's more of a health choice, right? Yeah, definitely a health choice. Yeah, Mm. no, I would never have called myself an alcoholic. I I drank Mm. a lot of time in boredom, but I could... It's quite easy to go down that road and then yeah. it yeah. a problem. But no, I, w- I wouldn't never say that I was addicted. Absolutely not. But if I was to drink again, I would say I've relapsed. That's right. so interesting. Yeah. But I would never say that I'm an yeah. addict. Because I only relapsed because of my health condition. Right, got you. Because I've still got, even though my liver's returned back to normal, I've still got a weak liver, so I still can't I was going to say, you're still like high risk, I guess. So yeah. could you quite easily, yeah. yeah. never... But I know for a fact that if I was to have one drink, it would never be one drink. Right. I know that for a fact. That's really interesting because I think like knowing like just a little bit about kind of your journey and like mm. knowing how you kind of started out the the way you used to drink mm. is probably like probably 80% of the British population oh, yeah and they're, and they're, especially for my age yeah, range well. oh god I mean. early 20s we're all binge drinkers yeah. I feel like binge. loads of us yeah, yeah. well mm. I think is it normal though? Because yeah, no, probably not. Myself, we say that it's normal, but I think yeah. that's a society that we've been surrounded by yeah. that makes it normal. But actually, you shouldn't have to have a drink to have a good time. And you shouldn't have to have a drink to feel like you can go out and speak to a boy or like yeah. go over to a boy or, you know, flirt with them. We make ourselves believe that's the alcohol that brings it out on us. But actually that is yeah. in you. Yeah. And you're just tricking your mind to think that it is the wine that's bringing that out. But it's yeah. you. That's a really good point. I'd never yeah. thought of that. Because I feel like that. If I'm going to go on a date, I'll, I'll have a couple yeah, of drinks at yeah. home or like just one just to literally warm me up. And I know yeah. that that's like, but you do just feel like that, don't yeah. you? It, it does give you that confidence. Yeah. But you need to reteach your mind to believe that it is you. It comes from within, yeah. Within. yeah. I like that idea though, that it's almost like just bringing something out in you. Mm. Because I think I find it, you know, if you're going to like a work event mm. and I, I'm sure like anyone can relate, you know, when you're like going, you're like, oh gosh, sometimes you have to go on your own and I'm like, oh yeah. my yeah. gosh. Yeah. 
And I'm like, no, I'll just have one. Or or the peer pressure, right? You go and then they're like, have the a drink. Pressure. You're like, oh, no, I'm okay. And they're like, oh, no, have one. Mm. Don't be boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you get around that? I outdance someone on the dance floor. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I'll show you boring. Do you know what I mean? Don't call me boring. I'm many things, but boring is not one. But I think, you know... I will turn around to say to them because there has been arguments and of course there has been a bit of like because it gets my back up. Yeah. Like you think I need to have a drink but I don't. That's your insecurities that you need to have a drink to you know what I mean? But you also don't want to beef someone over alcohol because then it looks like you've got a problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I will just literally turn around to someone and say and literally just have a laugh with them and be like, I'll show you boring or black like, Yeah. I don't need to have a drink to be confident and kind of like dig them out at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, it is hard. I think that is it's what it's how you feel about yourself is the biggest overcome, mm-hmm. definitely. And like because as long as you don't care, then no one else's opinion matters. Yeah, no. it's true. Because I just think like, I know it's become such a, um, it has just become such a trend, you know, like trying to be sober. And like, mm. I know there's loads of like uh, sober girl society on Instagram. Yeah. and stuff. Mm. Girl life, she's really good. Yeah. Or there's, um, I saw uh, one the other the other week that was called Dry Disco. Mm. It was basically in Ministry of Sound. And it was like a club yeah. and no one was drinking. And it just made me think like, I wonder how much we've trained ourselves to think that socializing in that way has to be done with alcohol. Yeah. And there was so many friends that I don't really speak to now because they was just my drunk friends. Right, yeah. Oh, that's I mean. interesting. But I've always had a small group, but I've also had friends that I would just go out and drink with. Yeah. Because mm. I was the sort of person that would go to after party to after party to after party and I never knew when to say no. But, mm. and there's a lot of people that I've cut out, but what I did when I struggled, I would write down how I would feel on a anxiety. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Like on a hangover and having anxiety. And then if I was having a struggling day, I would just read how I felt. Right. And it just knocked it out of me. It actually physically takes you back to that feeling. Or I could... I can cause myself to have anxiety now, anxiety now, even though I'm sober, because I can take myself back to that feeling Mm. and it just knocks me back into place. I'm like, oh no, I don't miss it. 
Oh, mate. At all. I don't miss it at all. There's not one part of me sitting now speaking to you guys that I miss at all. Not one bit. I get anxiety so bad. It's awful. Why like, do we do that to my myself? My whole life is over. Really? Yeah. Like, it is so bad. Like, the day after. And also, sometimes I forget that that's what it is. So, like, you know, I mean, like, you know, I want to dump. I want to dump my man. Yeah. I want to I move country. <laughs> quit your job. I want to quit my job. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I've completely wrecked my life. The but whole thing. Yeah. can last Yeah. Gosh, see, I don't think I get it that bad, which is probably bad as well, because then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just keep going out. Like, like I I mean, don't, don't, you know, get hangovers or whatever, but I don't think I get that strong anxiety. And yeah. I have before, but not not regularly. So I feel like I just, I don't know. I never used to get it. It's a new thing. It's yeah. like in the last couple of years, probably after the pandemic, weirdly. I wonder if there's been like a shift. I don't know, but I was like, actually, mm. I don't actually like going out and getting... I was like the bottomless brunch girl, you know what I mean? Mm. Every single weekend. Yeah. I was like, 30 quid oh. for a two hour brunch. Brilliant. I'm sure that I'd have had yeah. three or four bottles over at my table. Yeah. I was like, this is a challenge. Yeah. This is actually not an activity. This is a mm. challenge. Yeah, that's right. But that that's how it become as well. And I still go out though. I still go out. I still have a laugh with mm. my friends. And... I love being that friend that reminds you what a dick you acted like last <laughs> No, I, you're one of them. I am that person. Because I'm like, who wants to join on the barrier? But everyone always says to me now, oh my God, you make me want to go sober. But you've got to want to do it for yourself. And yeah. Not because like I said, before we started recording it, I did try and go sober like three or four times before and I managed like three weeks. Mm. And then I'd be like, oh, I'll just have one drink this weekend. And then it obviously just spirals mm. out of control. People don't think binge drinking is a problem. A- anyone is only one trauma away from their life from an alcohol becoming a problem. Mm. Really? Yeah, 100%. That's Whoa. Yeah, like wow. you, doesn't, you don't have to have addiction in your family. You don't have to be an addict yourself. And one trauma can literally just set that off and then it becomes uncontrollable. So Do you use it to lean on, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And to make yourself feel good about yourself. I mean, we do that even on a mild level. Mm. Had a shit day, glass yeah. of wine. Yeah. Had a good day, glass of wine. And that's what I would struggle with because I would work so hard. I'd come home and mm. I wouldn't have that thing to relax me. Mm. And I, I found that, what do I do? Yeah. So shopping's now my thing. I was going to say, what is what is your thing now? <laughs> shopping. Right. God, Luton and Harrods have never been so grateful that I gave up alcohol. <laughs> oh my God, that's a good point. Have you saved loads of money? Well, no, he's spending it all. <laughs> well, that, the money he's saved, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he spent it all. <laughs> I spent, but I have saved a lot, yeah. Do you think, yeah? A lot, yeah. Because well, a night out is expensive, and if it's... And I'm generous. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm so generous. I. I would never go out and spend less than 200 pounds. Yeah. No, I, yeah, if I'm going for a drink, I'm not going for one for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. who's that little Bob I've just met three <laughs> seconds ago? He'll have That's a shot. I mean. And I think I know them, and I give them my number, and it's just like... Next oh, God. Like, you oh, you're going to step like? further. You're giving yeah. Yeah. Number 10. Oh yeah, 100%, 100% babe, always. <laughs> Inviting people back to mine, it's just like bizarre. I'm asking for trouble, but no, I've saved a fortune, I have. Wow. Yeah, because it's like the next day you're dying, so you buy McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Hang- yeah hangover food. Yeah, hangover food. Well, you said health-wise and stuff, Do you think, yeah, the impact yeah. must be like... Oh my God, yeah, no, definitely. Because you're never hungover. To- never hungover. Yeah. And then the Ubers. Yeah, the Ubers. Because you can't be bothered walking. That's what I mean. Phoning in, you don't want to go to work, yeah. so you put it off to the next day. So you let me out the money. Yeah. No, so I, the money that I had, I invested into my business. So you're going to say it's a habit. Yeah. And habit, yeah. 
but no, that's why. And I've managed to save. Yeah, no, I've definitely yeah. saved a lot of money. Yeah, but I do things to treat myself. Like I get my hair cut done every week. I yeah, do, do you know what I mean? I buy myself clothes because I want to treat myself and feel good about myself. I eat out all the time. I don't. Mm. But I think that's nice things, and I think it is treat myself, and I can justify it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I couldn't justify going out and spending three hundred pounds on a night out. That you forgot about anyway. That I forgot yeah. about and made myself a tit to out of. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know I hate that feeling. Yeah. Oh, I am like it's I am awful. that. Oh, it's awful. Do you make a tit of yourself? Oh yeah. We've not been really drunk together yet, actually. No, we got drunk one time, didn't we? But it was like not oh, really actually. Not not too bad. Yeah. I didn't actually. Yeah, no. Do you know what it is? I just get really happy and excitable. It's so annoying. More than normal. Exactly. Exactly. Like so if I'm like that anyway, aren't I? It's yeah. like that adds steroids. Right. See, I'm pretty level headed, which is why I think like yeah, you seem quite calm. Yeah, but even I mean I'm you know I'll go out and have a great time like I this is the thing I've always said this I love going out I love partying like I really enjoy it and I mean like it, this is why I feel like for me I've looked at things like yeah 75 hard and things like that where it's like stop drinking for 75 days and it's like the two 40 minute exercises a day I mean it's flipping hard anyway but um I just can't I just can't find like that gap in my life where I'm like for 75 days I go sober because I'm like I've got this on that on this on and I just genuinely really enjoy it if you enjoy it though then it's a whole different thing isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's still, still yeah, thing, yeah. But I mean, you don't go mental, do you? But could you not? Do you feel, <laughs> do you feel like you not, could not do that without drinking? Then do you feel like you could not enjoy? I wouldn't. The I wouldn't want to. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. But I've never tried it. What I should do really is is do you know like a, mm. a sober night, but. I feel, I but then it wouldn't have a, a means to an end, would it? Because no, I'd be right. a bit like... It is harder to give up drinking if you have no reason to give up drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was forced <laughs> to give up drinking as a party, yeah. right? And I needed that kick up the ass. But it is so much harder when you decide not mm. to drink because what's the reason? Like, people think, what's the reason? Yeah. Reason, yeah. Maybe yeah. we could just, just turn into the French and just have a few, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you both look to be like, mm, no, no, I'm all or nothing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't bother it be like that. Yeah. What, um, so what's your thought? Obviously, you've spoken about it. You've spoken about it in social media mm. and you get amazing feedback from that. Yeah. And I can imagine so many messages. What's your thoughts on like, I feel like there's even from, from my show, there's a couple of people that have now said they've gone sober and things yeah. like that. Like, how do you find social media and how do you find it like, you doing it and then other there's so many people that kind of say they're sober but then they're not they're not i think i think as long as you're honest and documenting your real truth yeah it doesn't affect anyone but but to pretend you're sober when you're not is damaging not on anyone else apart from yourself because Mm. you, you slip into the you slip into it of being a liar and I think, you know, if you haven't got a problem with alcohol, then you don't need to lie about it. Do you know what I mean? So that shouldn't be a problem. But to use your influential status to make out that you're lying about being sober and then not being sober i think number one it's sad but number mm. two it's worrying for your own yeah it's better to be to be honest do you think you ever get married to the idea of being sober because sometimes i think you know especially if you have a job like mm. yours mm. everything you kind of do you like you say you put it on your socials you do yeah. your things do you ever feel like it becomes part of your identity does that ever worry you a little bit i i know what you mean like i said to you before we start recording like the thought of being sober for the rest of my life mm. is such a daunting feeling yeah that's what i mean but it's something that i have to do and that's there's no other option so it's like suck it up and that is what it is but yeah it, it has been 
become part of my journey, but you know, it doesn't define who I am as a person. And I don't think I'd ever let it define me as a person because being sober isn't actually that much of a big of a deal. But people are like, oh, you're sober? Wow. Yeah. You know, it is a congratulations. And I love that because it is hard work. Don't get me wrong. But... <laughs> You know, it's one of them things that I would never... Like, being gay doesn't define me. Yeah. So being sober isn't going to define me. I totally agree. And let's mm. let's talk about that, because yeah. it's Pride Month. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Okay. I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I just watched mm. Kayla Minogue yesterday. And that. I know. <gasps> Capital. How incredible is that? Oh, my that? gosh. Honestly. Lucky she girl. is iconic. Yeah, she oh. is. She, she is. is. I, I was like, I feel like I'm at Pride. I know. Do and Danny Minogue hosting I Kissed a Boy, and now I Kissed a Girl as well, that's coming to BBC. Is, is it? it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Fancy it, girls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Fuck it. I would. Never, <laughs> never say no. Never say no. But I always think it's so interesting in, in Pride Month because I feel like it's almost like a double-edged sword, right? Mm, that's right. It, it's like you kind mm. of, you, you of course want to celebrate Pride, mm. but also it's like, why should it have to be in a month? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, I'm very... I'm quite a laid back gay. I think that does stem from my family being so accepting of who I am and mm. I never had to fault for my voice or, or anything like that. Like I've always been accepted being who I am in my family and always pushed to be myself. And that's why I think I am so relaxed about being gay. I've always had, like you say, the double-edged sword. I've always had that, fight that hang on a minute I don't feel the need to have a pride because yeah. I am happy mm. with who I am and why are we making such a big deal out of it if we want to be accepted and on the same level as everyone else but then I also understand that it does need to be a pride because it's still illegal to be gay in certain countries mm. and still illegal to marry in certain countries so I do get it but I also do get under people's frustration of well we don't get a pride or we don't get this and it is what it is. I'm so happy being gay and I would never change it. I think I am who I am mm. and that's it. I don't need to make a big song and dance of it. Like how yeah. you girls don't need to make a big song and dance of your sexuality. Because, yeah. You know, you would love me regardless of me being gay or straight and that's it. Yeah. It's so true. But I also do think there is something really nice about just like celebrating. I go to Pride like lots of so different fun. Prides. It's mm, so yeah. nice to just like celebrate but also as well what I love is like pride I don't know it gives that extra level of um you really can be anything you want to be and I think that's what's so exciting about it but I do also think again sometimes I'm like why can't we just walk down the street and this be always normal do you know like it's a hard one to that that is what the hard thing is about because we have that amazing month which is absolutely incredible and then what does that mean in August we go back to I don't get it like no babe because we've got Brighton Prize oh yeah Yeah. Manchester Prize yeah that is true but um, I know what you mean though yeah. It's, it's a, yeah it kind of almost like goes back and forth doesn't it yeah when it's like we're just all equal anyway so I, I mm. love the fact that we're celebrating something so different but I think that should be celebrated every day amen mm. I celebrate yeah. my friends every day yeah I celebrate both of you oh, thanks love you. <laughs> let's talk about dating oh as I was just gonna yeah segue into that yeah. so pride and <laughs> dating yeah. Do it, do it. Uh, also as well, like I guess with you being on a sober journey, has that affected your dating yeah. at all? Um, it hasn't, it hasn't. In the way that, you know, people are shocked when I say that I'm sober and they can't mm. get their head around why I'm sober at such a young age. But, you know, as soon as someone gets to know me, they know that I don't need to have a drink. I'm very confident. I'm very outgoing without booze. But 
it's actually helped i would say dating in the aspects of that i wouldn't just settle or i wouldn't just go on a date with anyone because i am sober and as soon as someone starts irritating me when they've had a drink then <laughs> i'm a bit of a savage and i do cut off like i, I had a boyfriend for a week last <laughs> no sorry we need a moment no no sorry two weeks but in one one week of that i was in minorca <laughs> and i dumped him when i got back were you seeing him before you're official for a week or literally oh, no, no, been babe. seeing literally, him literally i saw him within 24 hours he fell in love with me of course he was in my boyfriend on day three and then 10 days later that i dumped him <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my god story. i am dying i meet someone like oh my god he's the one oh no and then I, i'm hmm. a bit of a love bomber you must be who falls in love that's my toxic trait but (laughs) I make someone fall in love with me and then I'm like "Mm, not a bit of me I'm sorry but yeah he was a big drinker a week I'm dying and it's just it just Mm. went a bit I do want to be with someone sober I'm gonna do you think yeah Yeah. because it's just like the talking shit when you've had a drink it drives Mm. me mad because I'm like because then I remind someone what they've said the next day and they're like oh my god don't tell me don't tell me what I said I'm like but if you if you've said it drunk why can't you own it sober Mm. yeah that's the worst isn't it when you're like i'm gonna have to own what i've actually Mm. said (laughs) but i think it's maybe i'm so strong on my own and unless someone is met up to my expectations then i'm not carrying Mm. any dead weight i don't have tolerance for he's a savage i'm a savage yeah what about you too she's a savage I'm I am I think oh, I do this I like really like someone straight away if you, you go on more work. than one date with me I'm like so we're having children we're living <laughs> yeah, here yeah. we're doing oh, this yeah. just because I don't put my time into anyone because I'm absolutely fine by myself mm. I'm busy and I'm like you know unless you're gonna add value and we're gonna like do amazing things together like I don't yeah I don't need any dead weight I don't need someone Mm. like dragging me down so if we go on a few dates I'm like right well that's it then isn't it but boys don't think like that no, no, they don't they think don't. like that. No. And do you know what is the biggest ick? I've been on dates and people are like, people think they can gain from me. And I'm like, oh, no, bitch. Mm. Like, get like, out oh, the can way. Can you get me on here? Can you get me on that? <gasps> oh, my God. I actually walked out of a date before, made out I was going to the toilet and backdoored it because he'd asked me if I could get him on the circle. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. It was the worst experience of my entire life. I, f- I felt embarrassed for him. Yeah. I'm embarrassed for him. So I didn't even wait for the main calls. Out the door. He didn't even wait for the main course to bloody I ask know. you. Audacity, isn't the it? Audacity. I've had I've had friends do that. I haven't had many guys do that. I've had guys like completely change when they find out mm. because they don't necessarily know and then yeah. yeah, and then suddenly they're interested or but it's funny because I sometimes go the other way. Like if I actually meet a guy in a bar, don't know who they are, they don't know who I am, and I'm like, oh, okay, and then they'll be like, What's your Instagram? And I'm like, Oh, here it is. And it's yeah. like the you know, the followers and the blue tick and stuff, and I'm like know who I am. Yes. Not uh, so many people like I've, uh, you know, oh, I've watched you, I've watched you on the show. So many guys. I, I met a guy at a festival the other day. He's like, I really recognise you and I hate saying it unless someone says it to me. Like I don't I go, mean, yeah. I'm from Married at First Sight. Yeah. I'm like, I just hate it. But I did say in the end, because I was like, so many people do it. And I'm like, it's probably because mm-hmm. I have been on TV. Like, you know my face. I got a DM and he, he basically was like, no, I don't know you from that. Da-da-da. And I was like, okay, whatever. I got a DM from him after. He's been fucking DMing me. Go back the through the time. DMs. Yeah. yeah. Like replying to my stories. And I then he went, oh, so oh it was you. And I'm like, so you oh, fucking did know who I am. Oh my God, oh, I they, am dying. Don't yeah, pretend you don't know. Yeah, 
because I've had that before where I've been dating someone for like, and then we're in six weeks in now. Stop. Right? Six, six weeks in. And then I've already asked them, have you watched it? Because I thought I'd rather get it. Yeah. I want to know where your head's at. Do you know what I mean? And if you've watched it and then they've slipped up like weeks down the line. Like, <gasps> oh, you were so funny when I'm like, yeah. you told me you didn't watch it. And then that was it. I will cut them off because yeah. you lied to me now. Yeah. Why do we? Why would you do that? I'd rather just know. Own it. Yeah. And then I can make that decision as to whether you're being genuine or not. Yeah. Because there will be people. A lot of people saw both our shows. Like they might have seen yeah. it, but it's how they act afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no. I can't relate, guys, at all. <laughs> <laughs> I recognise your voice from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really. I mean, unless they watch kids TV, and in which case I would be very concerned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, I saw you on kids TV. Okay. So how many kids do we have? Or are you on your own? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, literally. Do you know what as well? I do think that when you are kind of dating, and I guess um, for you guys, there's like a, that added element, isn't there, of like kind of knowing if people mm. are actually in it for the right reasons. But I do think that, that you kind of have that element anyway, right? So whether it is like like you say like fame can you get 100%. me on here or if you're someone that you know earns well you know mm. what I mean then I guess you have that as well I've got yeah. friends that earn really well and they're a bit like oh are they actually into me or were they mm. not really into me and then when I picked them up they were into me because they saw the car yeah that's right. yeah that's but such I think a thing that's also a little bit of our insecurity as well mm. because sometimes someone's intention is so pure but you always think there's a bad intention behind anything and yeah if you have been on tv or you have got money i think that's already built into you that yeah. someone's gonna naturally use you which is sad yeah yeah it's sad isn't it it is actually when you actually <laughs> deep it it's actually really sad yeah I'd rather just stay on Grinder and just have like a random shag. Yeah. <laughs> I now. wish there was a, a, a straight, straight like, Grinder because yeah. I'm like best friends with Adrian and his is oh, just yeah. off the hook. Yeah. All isn't the time. It, we, we, were, we were on the crew, a cruise recently and he was just like ping, oh, ping, the ping. One. Yeah. Oh, I was invited to that. Oh. I would have been on his Grinder. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you two get on, I think. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> Look at her matchmaker. <laughs> as if Adrian's in the middle of the Mediterranean and he's I know. Popping off, that's outrageous. Unbelievable, but yeah, no, there isn't. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's Tinder, but that's dead. Oh, the only one I have is Hinge, and that's dead as well. Well, there we go. Trying to get on fucking Raya, but they're waitlisting me for <laughs> some geez. unknown reason. I've been, I've been referred by about eight people now. What do you want from me? <laughs> Not that blue. I act, well, I made another account my mum's number, and now I think that's why they won't let me on. Because I've got to. <laughs> I think you're a frog. I think so, yeah. And why don't you send a picture of you in your passport? Like, Because <laughs> I've, I've even tried adding them on LinkedIn and stuff. This is hilarious. <laughs> and if you don't know what Rhea is, it's basically oh, yeah. a dating app for um, the Infinite, celebs yeah. of the world. Um, so Soph's trying to get... Oh, for God's sake, that sounds awful. Do you think Callum Best? Silence. <laughs> do you not think? Oh, he's fit. He's fit. I yeah, he, he is fit. Though. Yeah, I do think he's fit. He I actually, I saw him out in Manchester once. But yeah, I know he is fit. On that note. Do you know what? You've been an absolute delight. Oh, ladies, thank honestly. you so much for having me. No, what a laugh. Doesn't it go quick? It does. It goes so quick. But honestly, I feel like, you know what? You are so entertaining and mm. you're a joy thank to be around. You. But I think yeah. it is so nice for people to also get to hear that kind of like deeper side to yes, you. Yeah. Side. I think people think I'm just like this flamboyant character, which I am. Mm. But there is a deeper side and here it is. We love you. Thank oh, you. Love you too. Thank you for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to Loose Lips. As of course, with me, Robin Richard and Sophie Brown. Subscribe, follow, rate, review. Leave us any feedback. And if you want to send in those questions, dilemmas for Extra Lippy, please send them to looselips at createproductions.com or on Instagram at the Loose Lips Podcast. And you can also get us on our personal Instagrams, which is at Robin Richford and at Sophie HL Brown. And we will see you on Friday. Bye-bye. Bye. 